this isn't Jeremy Graves. This is someone else doing a poor impersonation of him. We like to call this dead air. <laughs> Hello. It's me, definitely Jeremy. Jeremy Groves. <laughs> Jeremy Goves? What? I am no relation to Michael Gove, how dare you? Goves, not Jeremy, Gove. Jeremy, not that Philistine. Jeremy, Jeremy Griff. Not the deflated scrotum, but it's Michael Gove. Whoa. We might just have our podcast title right off the bat. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is season two, episode seven. For those of you who like to keep track, we are recording on the 20th of July, 2017. And in case we've been taken hostage and you need some evidence that that has happened today. Who would take us hostage? <laughs> you, you'd be <laughs> what, you're anime fans. But, Why? But, but, what? Why? Do they need a reason? Keep remembering the one I got where it's like 20 pages long complaint about me. Oh, right. Eight yeah, pages. Okay. Oh, eight pages. Eight, sorry, it just felt like... Front and back with appendices. Oh, in that case then, we <laughs> were 16 then, so... Uh, yes, welcome to the podcast, everybody. I am Jeremy Graves, joined in the office studio by... Jeremy Groves. <laughs> Jeremy Griff. Jeremy Grave. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Welcome to the show, everybody. It, it's, a, it's a nice day outside, actually. It was looking a bit gloomy earlier, but it's nice and sunny. We've opened the window once again, so we're, we're going to get seagulls. The cemetery window. That's all we're allowed. I don't think it's ever been shut. Has it? No, I've been trying, I've been remembering to shut it just oh, in case good. the seagulls get in and play Wipeout while we're away. Oh, I need to try and because they're the ones setting all the good times. This I need shit. to try and we need to like write up your times so that I can try and beat them. Shit, we've got a whiteboard in there. Yeah, I know yeah, it, it has important stuff on it, but not as important as the Wipeout um, track times. So I'll yeah. We'll Are we gonna have like an office championship? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm working my way through unlocking stuff at the moment. Things so. in theory, we're gonna have to like record the video and upload it like on Twitter or something, so mm-hmm. that people can keep track as to who's well, doing the worst. What we do is pick one track, and then that will be every week. And yeah, that'll be yeah, the one cool. with the times. And we, we each get like 15, 20 minutes to do the track a couple of times just to get familiar with it and then we do our time trial. Oh yeah, like your best of three yeah. kind of thing. Oh, I like this. I like this. This is good use of our work time. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Just a reminder before we get going, our website is alltheanimate.com. That's where you can find the info on upcoming releases, titles we have already released. And you can also, if you want to, purchase something from our alltheanimate.com webshop. If you want to hit, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, it is at all the anime. If you want to look at some trailers on YouTube and such, youtube.com forward slash all the anime. And also a reminder, cinema. We've got more things coming to the cinema for you. 16th of August is when Napping Princess arrives in the cinema. Expect information about where you can buy tickets very soon. As in imminently, because I seem to repeat something like that in pretty much every show. But literally, we're waiting for the green light to go ahead and launch our website, where it will house all the ticket information. So stay tuned to our social media channels. That news will be made available as soon as possible. I've been meaning to talk to you about the green light. The reason I've just discovered is that we actually need to change the bulb. Yeah. On the 23rd of August, <laughs> we have got your name subtitled in IMAX. It's the first time an anime is ever going to be shown in IMAX on a giant screen. And more importantly, it's the first time that you will ever, ever have had the chance to listen to music by Radwimps on IMAX. <laughs> Sorry. Oh so Radwimps on a very big microphone on an IMAX microphone. Yeah, they're actually going to perform it behind each screen at the same time because music by Radwimps are everywhere. They're going to be busy. They're going to be busy. A quick note about your name, everybody. On the 23rd of August, that is when you'll be able to catch the film subtitled in IMAX. But worth noting that the week after, which I believe is the 30th of August, if I've got my dates right, that's when you'll be able to catch it in cinemas and you'll be able to catch the dub in cinemas as well. There will likely still be cinema screenings on the day of the 23rd, but is the primary day, or actually is the day, for catching it in IMAX. And then there will be other screenings dotted around throughout the following weeks and such. Yeah, and just to make it clear, in case it wasn't obvious already, in IMAX it is Oni subtitle. Oni, as in uh, as in the video game Oni from PS2 era. No, no, Oni. It's Oni, Oni subtitle. The there subtitles. is no dubbed IMAX screening. That's, Correct. The subtitle's going to be like a foot high. That's what I'm wondering. I want to know if my foot is going to be as tall as the subtitles, because my right foot is legit a foot long. Do you think people will sit in the front row? 
Is that? Let us know where you're going to be I've sitting, been to, everybody. I've been to that. I've been to IMAX. Like mm. I've seen some of the IMAX before, but I've never actually sat like near. You know, you get the optimal middle middle seats. Mm. So I never really sat near the front. So I don't know what it'd be like. You you know? see, I once mm. sat a little too close to the front at the uh, London Science Museum one when I w- watched a sort of like. Uh, thing they had on the Hubble t- Space Telescope and mm. there's this awesome sequence <laughs> where it zoom where they zoom in on this picture of this nebula and because I was so close it was just oh like holy oh, <laughs> shit I'm through space yeah if you do ever get to see the ch- get the chance to see the uh, Hubble documentary on IMAX do it is fantastic absolutely fantastic because just... space is fucking awesome <laughs> Yeah, that's what I say about personal space as well. But um, but yes, tickets for your tickets for your name, everybody. Information about that also coming very soon. It's a it's gonna be a good couple of weeks in August catching anime on the big screen. And I, I'll be honest, I'm super excited to see your name in IMAX. But what's the point? Just an anime being shown on an IMAX sized screen. That's gonna be mental. Yeah, I don't think I've. Yeah, especially with especially with a Mr. Shinkai's scenery as it were oh, looking at that scenery oh, on oh, IMAX yeah, that shit is gonna be beautiful start crying. and it'll be like why are you crying this isn't a South Park and I'm like no the scenery <laughs> <laughs> so good <laughs> just sobbing <laughs> uncontrollably yeah and uh, also update on upcoming events everybody the 29th to the 30th of July that being next week at the time uh, that we're putting this out is MCM Manchester Comic Con Woo! oh god that was loud in my ears um, don't worry, that's Woo! fine. In post-production, you guys won't have been yeah. So, uh, also, quick note, there is no panel from us at MCM Manchester. Unfortunately, some scheduling conflicts and whatnot came up, and that is now not going to be possible. However, Team Anime Limited will still be at MCM Manchester Comic Con. We will have a stall there bringing you a variety of titles that you can add to your collection. Possibly, maybe the odd one or two early thing, if the stars align. Oh. But no details on if and what they might be at this time. We must consult with the Elder Gods. <laughs> <laughs> Only they can we, release the titles into the wild. We have to beat their Wipeout score. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Cthulhu is a fucking mean-ass yeah, player on Wipeout. It's all, yeah. the, it's all the tentacles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but worth noting, everybody, I'm not, I'm not sure if we can actually announce it here, so stay tuned to MCM's channels. But if you're going to be at MCM Manchester on the Saturday specifically, I believe, there's going to be something cool anime-related being shown there. It might be mecha-related if you want to catch something being being screened there. So uh, stay tuned to MCM's channels. I'm sure they will announce it all in good time. But that will be on Saturday early afternoon for those of you maybe wanting to keep your diaries in check. And then on the 18th to the 20th of August, that is when Kitacon is. Uh, Isn't yes. it, Keith? <laughs> yes, yes, it is, because you, you were confused, weren't you? Yeah, I've been confused for the past four and a half weeks, apparently, of when Kitacon is, and no one, not even the organisers listening to the show, have corrected me to say that I've been saying the wrong date for the past four weeks. So, well, so Kit- I think we would just sort of be quite amusing if you just turned up on the wrong weekend and you're just standing there going, hello. But the fun part, though, Keith, hello. is that I have to drive down in the van with you, which would mean you're doing a second trip the week after just okay. to see me turn up to an empty Warwick Arts Centre. Well, I'll, I'll do anything for some horrible, vicious physical comedy because I'm a sociopath and I rejoice on the pain of others. I've just got, like, four potential podcast titles down <laughs> one sentence there. I rejoice on the pain of others. <laughs> So yes, everybody, those are the events we are going to. In terms of other upcoming events, we will be at MCM Scotland Comic Con. Kind of, kind of obvious given that, you know, we're based in Glasgow. But we will be there, and more info to come later towards the event. I was going to say later in the year, which is technically true, but it's like, it's only about a month. So. No, I don't it's say that. It's don't say that. A month from Kitacon, I mean. Oh, oh right. Yeah, just, I was going to say, let's enjoy summer while, while it lasts for it's the next a, you know, We're wishing away the year. Yeah, it's almost this event, and then after that event, it's almost that event. It's oh, almost gosh. that event. And oh shit, the end of the year, then, you know, the inevitable slide towards our death. And the yeah, but... The but, entropy... entropy, entropy, but, entropy but, but let's be fair, though, as soon as we're done with MCM London, there's always someone that goes, so, not long till October, then. No. <laughs> At which point, oh. that's pretty much the reaction we all give what catches to that. So, uh, but anyway, <laughs> what's coming out very soon? Our next release day for you, everybody, is the 31st of July, when you will be able to add to your collection the Funimation titles of Barakamon and Daimadala Prince vs. Penguin Empire. If you are listening to this on the day that this podcast is published, that being 21st of July, you can take part in an early bird special at our web shop at alltheanime.com on both of those titles. So make sure you check the AudioAnime.com web shop through Monday to see what those offers are. Also on that day is Psychopass the movie. 
Now, let's talk about the remainder of Q3, because there have been some changes and some additions and some shifting around that we must make note of. Because as promised, it's time, I say as promised, like I mentioned it last week, we mentioned we'd be talking about Q3, but I'm going to affectionately call this the Q3 Truffle Shuffle. Because that's pretty much what it feels like at some point. Okay, well, who's, doing, really who's, doing, who's doing the truffle shuffle now? Well, it's you, isn't it? Uh, I feel bad saying that's an inappropriate terminology. Maelstrom, piss and misery would be actually <laughs> correct, actually, Jeremy. It's not even it pleasant. Because you said truffle, and I'm thinking about truffle mac and cheese, and it was really good. <laughs> when are you not thinking about something involving cheese? I was just, yeah, it was... Sorry. No, she's so I'm just amazed how you managed to get back that back well, to mac said, and cheese. You said truffle that. shuffle, and I was thinking about the truffle mac and cheese that I had, like, what Carrie's leaving do. So oh, Carrie, lest we forget. Oh, no. Never forget. Hey, Carrie, if you're ever listening, if, do you think she's She doesn't listen to this. Oh, that's true. I think we established this on a past episode, but I can't remember. Well, we've not she's, just, she's just pounding back the gin and going, yeah, free any... from those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Text from her angrily since mentioning her. If you I saw her yesterday actually in the street. She she saw me. She, she saw me looking completely <laughs> knackered. Where did, did she blank you? No, no. She she was waving at me frantically. I didn't notice her. And suddenly, oh hey, how are you? No, because I didn't see her. I was too busy listening to ridiculously dark and heavy metal music, thinking, oh, what am I? I've got so much to do tonight before I can think of anything else. And then suddenly, I saw this hand waving in front of my face, and it was Kerry. And I almost just thought, ah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Release dates are changing, release dates are being updated, everybody. We want to give you the schedule as things stand from August through September. Obviously, a few things may change here and there, but as of this recording, this is how things stand. So let's kick off with the 7th of August, everybody. Like I say, a few things have changed, so if we don't mention something that was there, that means it has moved from what we've said previously. So, 7th of August, finally making its way to a limited collected edition Blu-ray and DVD set and standard DVD will be part one of the great series known, <laughs> Kat's definitely waiting for me to say this, known <laughs> as Erased. <laughs> That's really loud. So yes, everyone, Erased, oh. Erased Part 1 arrives on 7th of August. The way it's worked out is the collect edition comes packaged in a really cool looking rigid box, has the DVD and Blu-ray discs stored in a digipack, and the book inside, it's like, was it 92 pages you were telling yeah, me, Kat? That book is stacked with info. It's got, yeah, I believe, character much. profiles, episode guide, interviews with people involved. Do not... Repeat, do not read it before watching the show. There's actually a spoiler warning yeah, on the opening page. I made sure of that. It, is, it really is an amazing companion to the series, and that you could argue that alone is worth the price of admission, it and was, it, it's it so cool. The, the, the weight. It's, 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 been a, it's been a labour of love for you guys, hasn't yeah. it? Well, you specifically, Kat, I should say. Well, uh, uh, yeah. It's your baby. I, 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 yeah, I'd say Keith, though, for, for delivering it, <laughs> so <laughs> to speak. <laughs> Wow, this went to a really strange place. <laughs> and and sorting the approvals for it. So <laughs> yeah. thanks, midwife. <laughs> it's okay. Midwifey. It's what I do. Keith wife. Keith wife, yeah, Keith wife. <laughs> that is my role. So that will be out on the seventh of August, everybody. And we will have more details to show you very, very soon on that, if not by the time you're hearing us, so stay tuned for that. Snow White with the Red Hair Part 2, aka Snow White with the Red Hair Season 2, because I know a few of you have been getting confused about that. Basically, it's Part 1 is the first season, Part 2 is the second season, but they did technically air during different season blocks, one after the other, so that's why they are technically called Season 1, Season 2, or Part 1 and Part 2. But nonetheless, Part 2 of Snow White with the Red Hair will arrive on Blu-ray on the 21st of August. Yay! It's a really fun show as well. Well, yeah, well, my apologies for the delay on that, just uh, various scheduling and approval uh, issues have held things up, but it is on its way. Indeed, indeed. 28th of August, it's a bit of a day this one, we have got part two of Charlotte. As we mentioned previously, that had to get pushed back from the end of July, but the 28th of August is now the date we can confirm for that. It will be available as standard DVD and like we did with part one, as a limited edition Blu-ray plus DVD set. And it will look really nice next to your part one set if you bought that as well. 
Also on 28th of August, we have got Fairy Tale Part 17 on DVD. That's one of the Funimation titles we are distributing. Then, and I know quite a few of you have been waiting for this, the Tokyo Ghoul OVAs Jack and Pinto. They will be arriving as an individual DVD and an individual Blu-ray on the 28th of August. A reminder that those OVAs are subtitled only. They're in Japanese with English subtitles only because there is no English dub. So that's the reason for that. And I actually got done QCing them the other day. They're actually both really good OVAs. Really good fun, a nice mix of action. If you're wanting to get into the backstory of some of the characters in Tokyo Ghoul, guys, you're going to have a ball with that. Trust me, it's worth it. Then also on the 28th of August, something I know that all of us in the office have been waiting for, and I know that Keith teased it a little bit last week, yes. but Martian successor Nadesco arrives as a limited edition Blu-ray set on the 28th of August. I am well excited by that. Yeah, the complete series of Nadesco on Blu-ray, along with the film Prince of Darkness on Blu-ray as well, and a DVD which contains the uh, Gekigenga 3 OVA and a whole host of other behind-the-scenes extras to do with the show. One of them's like 45 minutes long as well, isn't it, near enough? Sort of delving into the show and whatnot. Yeah, there's, there's some beauty <laughs> extras on that one. Uh, yeah, collector's packaging comes with a uh, selection of beautiful art cards, and to my everlasting joy we got permission to do a sticker sheet which includes mm. some Geki Genga head stickers as seen in the show itself yes <laughs> I was so happy when approval came back and said yeah you can do that <laughs> they, they, had to, they had to hose me down in the office was, yeah that was good we've still not really kind of decontaminated the office since to be honest well really... you're going to have to deal with that Andrew you're going to have to deal with it by the way, for those of you wondering what that cracking sound was, that was Keith's knuckles. Oh. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a compulsion. I can tell, right? So yes, everyone, the desk arrives on 28th of August. We're all super excited about that. And once again, we will have some visuals to show you very, very soon on that. Then we move into September. Oh, blimey, really? Uh, <laughs> on the 4th of September, it will be the DVD version of the Anthem of the Heart, as well as Heavy Object Part 2, which we are distributing for Funimation, on Blu-ray. So both of those on the 4th of September. Again, sorry for the delays on those. It's been down to uh, approvals to do with packaging and the like, especially with Anthem of the Heart, because the collectors has been out for a little while. Just, yeah, I had some issues sorting out what we could do for the DVD, but uh, it's on its way. Indeed, indeed. On the 11th of September, I, now, this is probably a title we mentioned many moons ago when we started distributing titles for Funimation. Long, but long ago. But we've not mentioned it since. 11th of September, coming to Blu-ray only, we should add. It was originally going to be a DVD Blu-ray combi set, but it's one of those titles that ultimately ended up meaning we can do Blu-ray only, just the way it's worked out. But Blaz Blue Alter Memory will be coming to Blu-ray. Yes, the series that is based on the really cool fighting video game franchise. We are bringing that to Blu-ray. The new iteration is getting cast of Ruby in it, I believe. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and all sorts, actually. That's some kind it's of It's really mad interesting, crossover mad crossover mm. stuff going on for it, but it's like, it's pretty cool, and it's Blaz Blue on Blu-ray. There you go, because... On Blaz Blu-ray! Ah! <laughs> Can you imagine if we could have only done that on DVD? <laughs> How annoying that would have been. I think we would have been shot. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But yes, everybody, that will be coming very, very soon. Uh, on the, uh, what did I say? The 11th of September, that's what I said. Then we move to the 18th of September. This is quite an eclectic day, as it were, and I'm really looking forward to it. So, first of all, the standard Blu-ray of Escaflone, the movie. Yep, that is a thing that is coming. <laughs> Again, sorry for the delay. We've just had a real nightmare recently with, uh, with approvals where... Without uh, going into the specifics of things, uh, what what you thought you can do, sometimes uh, you find out you can't anymore. So that I just find that sometimes, yeah, like so moving cool. my left arm. Oh no, it's gone completely numb. Do, do you smell toast, Andrew? Toast? No, I'm kidding. I'm okay. Also on the 18th of September, we have got Genius Party and Genius Party Beyond! As I and we are it. still doing it collectors, it's just going to be an exclusive <coughs> at this point, so we will have more details for you in due course. Indeed, but on that day though, you will be able to buy the individual DVD and individual Blu-ray of Genius Party and Genius Party Beyond. For those of you not aware, Genius Party is a collection of short films, as is Genius Party Beyond, and it incorporates people throughout various sectors of the anime industry. It's really, really a, 
an eclectic mix of shorts. You get varying different styles, varying different themes. And uh, actually one of the shorts, Baby Blue, is actually directed, I believe, by Shinichiro Watanabe of Cowboy Bebop fame. So you get one of his works included in that. And overall, I think both projects are roughly between 60 to 90 minutes. So you get a fair amount of, of variety, to say the least. And also, worth noting once again, in Japanese with subtitles only, there is no English dub. But the fact we get to do it on Blu-ray is pretty cool, because I think elsewhere they've only done it on DVD before, I believe. Well, at least in English-speaking territories. I think there was a DVD in Australia many moons ago. So yes, you can expect that on the 18th of September. Then also on the 18th of September, it's something we've touched on a little bit before, and it's something that I know we're all looking forward to as almost like a bit of a passion project, but more from its importance in the history of anime. That being Momotaro Sacred Sailors. We are releasing that on Blu-ray and DVD, bundled in a limited edition set on the 18th of September. That also includes the shorts, the spider and the tulip. And uh, as we've talked about before, propaganda film from the 1940s. I think actually in the film itself, it says completed in 1944, which is really something amazing. Yeah, it's. I remember seeing it at SLA. I've got to admit, I was not sure what to expect with it. Because <laughs> as you always say when you hear about, when you're going to watch what is basically a historical film, it's just fascinating watching this thing and just... You know, especially being aware of the time period it was made in, the world events going on at the time, and it's, it's you know, it, it's not like anything you will obviously see today. It's it, it's one I would highly recommend. I mean, I'll, you know, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea because what it is, it's definitely very much a uh, historical history piece. Something mm. that is a, a fascinating glimpse into the world that was. But I don't. Know, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I would recommend you pick it up. Um, yeah. I'm just saying that because I'm a horrible corporate shill for this company. <laughs> but also because you're a horrible corporate But also corporate. because I'm a horrible corporate shill for this company. But no, it's, it was genuinely fascinating. It was just, it's like, it's just weird getting these glimpses of, you know, an entirely different world, which mm. hopefully we will never see again. Mm. And more importantly, we have a delicious... And we had, it's, it's the first round of it, so we have a 128-page book. I'm glad we could talk by, about it. By Dr. Jonathan Clements. It's going to be published separately as a book as well in due course. So it's kind of in the format of a BFI class. It's slightly longer than a BFI class. A BFI class is normally about 90 pages, give us circa the 90-page mark. Ours is 128 pages plus covers, so that's 132 pages all in. And we're very, very proud of it. It's like it's our... Like, it's our first proper book. It's got a real ISBN number and all, so it is oh, a wow. genuine book. Um, I'll be moving into publishing as a whole. It's not the last thing you'll see us publishing, but, like, it's a book, but, like, it won't be something we do monthly, put it like mm. that. It's something we're kind of going to do on and off as the, the situation arises. Mm. See, not happy. But never rule out moving into a home. <laughs> this is my hole. It was meant for me. Oh, no. oh God, no. Moving on, get that reference because if you do, tweet it to us later. No, don't. <laughs> moving, move, move, moving off of that, uh, a couple of things I want to add is that this book, and I know I kind of, I know I said it about Erased earlier, but this really is probably one of the most definitive companions you can ever have to any film, let alone anime. Jonathan Clements is very outspoken about his love for this film and how important it is, and the amount of detail that is in this book is, it, to put it bluntly, is pretty blooming mental, considering how long ago it was made and the circumstances. So it, it really is incredible, all the information, and I actually just got done QCing the film on, on both DVD and Blu-ray, and it's the first time I had a chance to see it, and having the book there really adds more context to stuff that's going on. Like, there may be some songs which you're not entirely sure of the context to them, but having that book there really, really just adds to that and covers loads of ground you may not have just got if you watched it on its own. It really is something special and I, I highly recommend it. I think it's worth pointing out Funimation got a, a flimsy something 16 to 32 page booklet. <laughs> You're getting a, I fully commissioned, <laughs> a fully commissioned and curated book. So anyone who is a considers themselves a, a proper film buff should not live without this book, especially in the Japanese animated space. And you can write it up and nice it to the world if you like. We've dropped it into the podcast as a surprise for you guys. So enjoy that. So, uh, so yeah, so be on the lookout for that, guys. It's going to be a very unique addition to your collection. And we're all, I think we spoke about this 
ages ago on the podcast as well, but back in uh, season one, <laughs> as it were. But um, we're, I f- we fully expect it'll probably be something that universities will want to pick up as well. And how far and wide this set and this book may go, it could be something really special. While very unique and potentially, you know, maybe a small core, core audience of people who go and check it out and buy it. But the potential of how many people can get eyes on it is going to be fascinating to see in the long run. Yeah, definitely interest from academic quarters on that one. Mm. And again, actually, if I'm, if I'm repeating, it's just say, but it also comes with the short spider and the tulip. So you get that as well, which is another re- a unique historical piece, to say the least. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> Where do we get to? So we're at the 18th of September. Let's move on to 25th of September. Yeah. This is a busy day, everybody. So bear with us. So we have part 18 of Fairy Tale on DVD, which we are distributing for Funimation. Then... Some might say, finally, we know it's been a wait, but, you know, roll with us on this. You will get the second arc of Durarara Cross 2, that being 10. That will be available on DVD and as a limited collector's edition Blu-ray set. Yeah, we we, we know people have been waiting a little while for this one, and we do apologise for the Mm -hmm. delay. It's it's just been one of those things. But we we have been working very hard behind the scenes. Still are, in fairness, as well. (laughs) Yes, yes, we are. But, uh, yeah, it's it's coming. It's coming. Indeed. So 25th of September is the date for your diaries. Also on that day, Sword of the Stranger. Mm -hmm. It will be available as a limited collector's edition Blu-ray plus DVD set which we're very excited about. I know, Andrew, it's a favourite of yours, if I remember correctly from previous that discussions. It is correct. Oh. It's, a, it's probably one of the best samurai films I've ever seen, live action or animated. Um, it's got the best sword fighting in it, certainly. Uh, yeah, like it's probably one of my favourites. I worked on it since I was at Bandai, so we had the first of these. It was released up there, and we had Minami-san from President Studio Bones and the director, director Ando-san over, and it was great. Like, honestly, it was a real honour to have them both there. Mm. But, yeah, like, in, like it was a, a really good experience. But the film itself is beautiful, it's action-packed, and it's a real... It's a bit... It's, it, like, came in the same category as Red Line for me. Like, a great, great piece of film that people really... People who know the medium love, they're sold for shit. Like, over the years, and it would be really nice for it to... Andrew's trying to give a very erudite description here, but this film is fucking amazing. I only saw it <laughs> recently, and I was blown away it was yeah I was sat there thinking I can't believe I hadn't heard of this it was amazing that's because you watch Redline every time you think of an anime film yeah I do I should watch an anime film put Redline on that's because Redline is also fucking it's the definitive anime film I mean Redline is like it's like the, the piece but I don't mind I'm promoting like Manga Entertainment's work it's a fucking great film that's great um, buy it if you've not my, got that in your collection yeah, buy it if you have not watched Redline Could, what the fuck are you like, doing with technical, <laughs> technical secret of everyone here that's the, the director of Scotland Loves Animation has messaged me is like well, how, how should, should we get him on the line hang on yeah, we, we, haven't got, we haven't got a phone sound effect hang on hello festival hang on hang on hang on <laughs> no, but like I mean, basically sometimes the festival director will put on in, in slots which are non, like, which are more curated, more more choice. They'll put on a, a film that they want to see more than anything else. And if anyone else wants to see it, that is great as well. But I would be happy being in there myself. It's a red line last year. I put it on because I hadn't watched it recently, <laughs> and I really want to see it. So let's put it on the big screen. Let's put it on the big screen and watch it. And thankfully, it was a sellout audience. So I guess there were a lot of people who agreed with me about seeing red line on the big screen. Mm. Also on 25th of September, it's a title we announced a while ago, but it will be coming uh, to DVD and to Blu-ray as well on 25th of September. That being Castletown Dandelion. It's a series I had a chance to watch a little bit, a little bit of while it was simulcasting. Fun, innocent, just basically about an entire, I think it's like 12 to 14 children who one of them is going to be the next monarch in their country. And the way they're judging this is basically by doing it Big Brother style where the, the town folk can see what all the children are doing and how they're helping out people and whatnot. And then that, and ultimately they will determine who will be the next monarch. It's a, it's a really fun show actually. I want to check out more of it. So I'm looking forward to catching it. Then, also on the 20th of September, Another title which we know some of you have uh, been waiting very, 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 very patiently for. That being part one of Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta. That will be coming to Blu-ray on that day. 
Yeah, should be. I, I know. <laughs> Keith's voice sounds oh. just tells a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, well, well let, let, a voice it's, not, it's not even addressing the elephant in the room. It's addressing the great big planetoid that crashed in and killed the dinosaurs in the room. I know we have a bit of a history in this company with uh, the rapidity of our Gundam releases, but uh, everything, touch wood, appears to be on track at the moment, which is nice. I... <laughs> I've just been doing this too long now with Gundam releases, and I'm just like, it's going very well at the moment, so what's going to go horribly wrong? Mm. <laughs> Hopefully nothing. But yeah, at the, mo- at the moment, everything is on track. Touchwood, mm. 25th of September, mm-hmm. we'll get the first part of that out. And that'll be nice. <laughs> uh, you know, I, yeah, God. Gundam. Uh, uh, out of interest, <laughs> Keith, uh, feel free to just shut me down if you want for me to ask this. On the basis that Gundam Double Zeta goes according to plan, part one, this is, goes just exactly according to plan like we've mentioned, do you have an idea of a time frame for part two? Because I'm sure that's the next question people are going to want to know the answer to. Have you got a proposed timeline, maybe? Even if it's, say, just in Q4, for example? Yeah, in Q4, it should be with... Yeah, you know, it should be within a couple of months of... uh the part one release. As I said, everything appears to be going suspiciously well at the moment. So, yes, the, the, the idea is you will have, uh, you will have both parts uh, before Christmas. And, yeah, that would uh, make a nice number of Gundam titles for the year for a change. Oh, I've got a Gundam collection now. It's looking pretty impressive. Oh, we genuinely do have enough titles out to be a collection, but obviously we're... Uh, looking to get more out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah I'm just I'm just making sacrifices to the dark gods and whatever is necessary to make this a thing that happens in good time <laughs> if only so I don't get people coming up to me at stands going so where's this part of Gundam as I start to cry and crawl <laughs> under the desk now I should make a note people in saying that Oh, that's the only Gundam release that we've talked about right now. That's not to say there may not be something else in the pipeline because we are working on something, but I'm not going to say any more than that because knowing my luck, it's literally going to jinx it to high Plus, hell. As we've said before now, well, because we've been burned before, we are preferring not to announce things until plans are a bit more firmed up. Mm-hmm. So. Which we know for you guys, for want of a better way of putting it, can be a right ball ache, and we're sorry. It's just because we don't want to have a situation where something ends up getting delayed by a year, like well, has happened previously. In the words of um, Ron DMC, it's like that. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> there we go. So I'm looking for someone to add in instead of me having to do it. But So yeah. that is the lineup through September, everybody. Hope you guys are looking forward to that. Like I say, one or two things that may get added into the pipeline during that. That's not to say that's definitively confirmation on that. May not be, but there may be. Who knows in this world? But um, but moving on from that, though, guys, before we kind of start to wrap up things and we move on to a, a few a few uh, selections, as it were, from the random topic generator, uh, anything you guys want to talk about? I'm really excited how Silent Voice is still in the charts in your um, like in iTunes. Well, where is it as of this recording? Well, it's not in the charts, so to speak, but it is prominent mm. on the the place. It's right next to John Wick Two, basically. On, wow. Um, like on new and noteworthy. And it is sitting in the indie, like, noteworthy indies as well. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure I want to be sat next to John Wick too, actually. Dangerous <laughs> you know, it's, man. it's one step away from it, so it's, it's relatively safe. It's still in featured content. And I'm sorry to remind people that it is still there, still available, still many months before the US release, which is in October, I believe, for that. I'm happy to confirm as well that the dubbing has just been passed on to a mixer for Asylum Voice which means that we are going to have the Asylum Voice dub by probably like very shortly. We're currently subtitling, so we've got some extras delivered to us that we have to subtitle now. Um, like basically, we were not sure we are going to have the video interview, so I'm really excited. We have about just over 20 minutes of extra content of interviews with like the director, the composer, like, um, who else do we have? We have a, a, like kind of a comparative scene-for-scene scene where they did location hunting. Yeah, that's meant to be showing us the video of which that. Which doesn't need subtitling at all. It's really mm-hmm. cool. It's just to music. It's beautiful. 
like um, they interview as well a bunch like the background designer I believe like art designer like basically all the interview extras which were included in the Japanese release we've got again now tremendous so I'm cartwheeling around the office happily about that mm. we also have the two short films the um, Speed of Youth and the other one I can't remember what the other one's called but they're both new music videos cut especially for the Japanese home video release so this is as far as like honestly on terms of scale of release in terms of the extras I've received, I'm very happy with a silent voice. I'm moderately disappointed with your names, extras we've received. I'm being honest about it. I'd like to to clear the air about it. Like it's like it's the same worldwide. There's a huge argument just now about what not argument, but like there's a, a look at what's being included. Heated discussion. That's a seagull. I thought fun. <laughs> so, wait, wait. So um, you said heated discussion. Yeah, like, well, it's not that they're even a heated discussion, I guess, it's just we have to work with what we get. So the reason I prioritised the soundtrack in the release, actually, more than anything, was because I thought this might happen. So there will be extras included, it's just, if you're expecting all the extras of the Japanese release, think again. But also, if you're buying the Japanese release, I would stress that you are going to be without subtitled extras for a lot of it. Like, the extras included will not be subtitled. And more importantly than that, I would think very, if you're looking for the 4K release, I would look very carefully before you, you buy as to whether that contains subtitles or not. Because to my knowledge, like it's one where like 4K masters differ to the regular DVD and Blu-ray. Hmm. It takes a lot more cost and effort and QC time. So you might not even see, I mean, I don't know, I'm not. Mm, this is, we just don't know, do we, literally. I'm, I'm waiting for my copy to arrive like everyone else as a sample for us in the office, but like... You don't know for sure. Mm. The catch twenty two of the whole thing is that if you're buying a Japanese release, you bit good for you if you read Japanese, but otherwise all you're gonna get is the subtitled version of the feature, like in Blu-ray or DVD, like basically, which is fine if you really want it now. But I would remind people that it's available in cinemas on the twenty third of August. And for for a while afterwards in some cinemas as well. Actually. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, from the thirtieth or just after the twenty third, like, but from the thirtieth, more chance to see it on the big screen. And like by the time this is out, the website will be updated, so I may as well actually point it out at this point. As the release date is, like, is going to be updated on Amazon shortly, like, and there will be a new release date. Like at that point, it's set for this year now. It'll be out before Christmas time, like before December. So you will get a chance to pick it up and we like yeah we have a really cool edition lined up I mean it's not like I would like to like I would like to readdress the idea of doing an ultimate long term but for now like it's going to be definitely the format of like a standard standard two options of DVD and Blu-ray there'll be a color collector's edition which is already listed with the soundtrack and then there'll be a deluxe edition which contains basically the book like a hundred page book like, and, like, some other, like, some other gubbins inside as well, whatever. Like, but we're just waiting to finalise the format and the pricing first. Uh, won't contain the 4K Master, though, like I have to say. And I don't, I honestly, I'm going to hand on heart say, if you're wanting the 4K Master, I think you're going to have a hard time finding it worldwide outside of Japan, especially with, with any kind of language track, because the cost to access it is a five-figure sum for just the Master. Then you have to offer it. Which isn't a, a skin-flinting attempt from anyone, it's just really expensive to create. And then you have to offer it with, like, with the correct languages. sharing resources with other territories is ridiculously high. Yeah, I mean, the cost is, is... I would have to add at least per unit for a deluxe edition, like an ultimate edition, I'd have to add probably £20 onto the SRP minimum just to cover access. Like for the the materials, not even offering. Yeah, so you're looking. That's at, just your starting point. That's so not yeah. even with packaging, etc. In mind, and that's twenty five pounds net. So you look at adding VAT on, etc. As well to make the number. It's just commercially, it's not viable to create a four K release just now for the, like for the UK especially. But if any of the other territories were going to, we would be able to maybe share. But, like honestly, it's a case of it's not one upmanship at this point. It's just literally you would have to be committing to a loss leader instead of a profit generator for for making it a reality, you know? And like, I don't think... Even if we... Say we in the UK went, hey, 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 let's create it ourselves and not consult anyone else, I don't think there'd be enough counter-importation for any territory, you know, even if the US did it, like, to justify the install base is still too new. 
Like, you can't play 4K Blu-rays on your PS4, for example. Like, that's a huge barrier to entry. You have to have a dead... The Xbox Scorpio, I believe, is going to. The, the, the Xbox One X? Yeah, oh, sorry, Xbox One X, XX. Like, not yeah. sound like a massive dick. It's not even like it's native 4K anyway. No, it's not. Like, animation Just is actually no animated at, like, a much lower DPI than even HD. Yeah. Like, traditionally. So, I mean... Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a catch-22 affair. There is no winning answer to it, but, like, without violating any of my NDAs, I think it's, like, honestly, it's not... Uh, there's no anger... There should be no anger at anyone for no 4K master if it doesn't happen internationally. Maybe someone will. Maybe someone will have a brief lapse in sanity or find a way to do it cheaply. But you have to understand even the offering software to do 4K is more much more expensive by a massive number than the standard Blu-ray offering suite. Which means that, like, to do it, you're going to have to... Sorry, I needed a drink urgently. Um, <laughs> like, it's, you, to do it, you're going to have to actually invest a huge amount for one title in the anime space. 4K, Blu-ray, and anime, there are literally two titles I know of just now in Japan. Your Name and Gundam Thunderbolt. Oh, yeah. Part one. That's all, like, uh, season one. That's all there is in 4K, Blu-ray, and I... I would love and to believe that's going to change. And the ten people who have 4K sets really appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, in anime, like, it's, like, I'd love to hear people's opinion, though, on it. But, like, and I, we did have someone go, oh, all you need to create a collection is literally the nice booklet and, like, like the, um, the 4K Master. I'm like, well, 4K Master definitely won't happen. We're not... We would love to create an ultimate, and honestly, I will keep looking at a chance to come back and create an ultimate. It's not something which is ever off the table. It's just not... In the first wave, and the deluxe edition is simply because at thirty four ninety nine, either the soundtrack goes in or a hundred page booklet goes in, and some okay packaging, or you do like something we're working on the like on a cool thing for it. Yeah, which uh, just to sort of put this out there, everybody. I know we've kind of mentioned a few things here. We're not going to be saying anything else more than likely about our your name release until- probably until the end of August at yeah. the rate it's going so don't expect any more news but if you see that release date pop up on retailers that is the date yeah. that, will be, that it will be but we are firmly focused on so many other things right now but by the end of August our official plans quote unquote for our Your Name release should be a lot clearer oh yeah like sorry I, I just and fully it, signed off as well I just thought it was worth quantifying mm. the, the difference in fact we're not Angry per se, what we've got for your name is just there's a huge gap between mm. the availability on the two. And it's, it's trying, trying to manage expectations. It's huge numbers on that. Yeah, like it's worth managing expectations. I still think people will be, honestly, since HMV and Amazon are selling it for £19.99 right now for the collector's edition, honestly, you're going to be perfectly happy with that one. And like, when will the deluxe edition be listed as soon as we get approval for it? Like, we will put something up. Until then, I'm not comfortable listing anything. For it, and it, you'll have pl- plenty of time to pre-order it. We promise, but yeah. So stay tuned for more news. That. That's actually more than I thought we were going to say today in general. So there you go, everybody. But uh, yeah, like I say, you're not getting anything else out of us until everything is 100% fully signed off. Mm. What's in the box? What's yeah, let's get to the random topic generator. We've actually gone far longer than I thought we were going to. Yeah. So, uh, so this is just topics left over from you guys, stuff that we've put in for the past few weeks. So I suggested ladies first. Ooh, thank you. What is your favorite convention anecdote submitted by Jason? Okay, Jason, favorite convention anecdote. Well, as Kat drew it, she has to say something first. Oh man, I'm trying to think. I have an anecdote for you, old chap. Go on, Andrew, get get the ball rolling. Over the, the wee beverages we are sharing. And truly among ourselves. No, um, I guess it would be the time where someone came to me at like an event and was like, we had a, there was a pop, like pop, J-pop singer there. We were nerds at Kaze. Like, so we were representing Wasabi Records at the time. What uh, event would this have been? Uh, I think it was Hyper Japan. Mm. Like, off the top of my head. And like, someone came up to the stand and looked at the copy, because it was the main singer from, uh, like it was Canon Wakashima. For mm. Vampire Night. So we're selling copies of Vampire Night and like all of her music and such. Um, like, and some of her, she didn't done some artwork, so she's an artist too. 
So we were selling some of that, and someone came, a mother came by the stand with her daughter, about 12 years old by the looks of it, and like, picked up the DVD from it, looked to it, mmm, <coughs> looked disapprovingly and put it back down here. I was like, I was like, I shouldn't, I'm gonna buy it. I'm like, is there something wrong? Um, like, just worried there was something wrong with the DVD, it was offensive to her or something. She was like, I don't understand why you would charge this much money, which for seasons one and two, by the way, was £20 for DVD, and um, this much money for something you can watch for free on the internet. And I was like... <laughs> the girl began to, to blanch at this point. And, like, and I, was like, I was like, well, that's easy. That's because it's not available legally on the internet for free. She looked at me like, what do you mean? No, my daughter's watched it. She says she's watched it free on the internet. I'm like, that may be the case, but since I'm the one who managed commercial deals in the UK for, for this with Kaze, I can tell you reliably we've done no such deals in the UK for digital content for it. So... If she's watching it free of, especially free of charge on the internet, it is definitely illegal. And the child is beginning to go grey at this point. <laughs> and I'm like, and she's like, what? But, what? Looking at the child, realising obviously what has happened here. And she's like, what? But, but, but I listen to Radio 4. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, that maybe, but... I don't understand how that stops your daughter watching pirated anime. <laughs> so she drags her child away, you know, at the speed of light away. Eventually comes back and out of shame buys like four or five things from the stand. Obviously it's a, I'm paying back what I stole. It's like, well, okay, that's actually cause and effect right now. I think it was coming out of a child's pocket money forever. <laughs> but, you know, like, it was entertaining for me. I mean, it's, it's a good anecdote. Mm. Um, I was thinking about the time when I had to wear the Meow, well not had to, chose <laughs> to wear the Meow costume from Space Dandy and um, we were doing signings because um, Shinshiro Watanabe was over and we were in, the, this is like London MCM and like Carrie was dealing with them so it kind of left me to sort of dance about in the queue and like you know entertain people and that and then I heard like this someone scream oh my god Meow and then like the thunder of the footsteps and suddenly like I just felt like I was like getting bowled over they'd rugby tackled me and I remember just like bouncing on one foot like waving my <laughs> arms and like and then she just wouldn't leave me like she wouldn't let go I had to like you know stand by next to her in the queue and everything and it was quite cute but yeah someone was just like there was like someone in our queue in for another like sign and they're like are you okay and I just sort of gave this like thumbs up like <laughs> I'm fine so I'm fine yeah. fellow human yeah I'm good I've had a moment of time where like in that outfit you had a friend you know who was nearby and you kept whispering to him as meow oh like, no I'm no, going to no, fucking no, kill you no. <laughs> it was like he was like is that cat in the, the suit to Carrie and Carrie's like no I don't know what we, you mean but he's like keeps saying he's going to kill me and she's like it's not cat I can tell you that <laughs> and then he came back to get to it and it's like I'm going to kill you oh no <laughs> I'm sorry for that <laughs> oh you bro it was funny it was for a friend it was like it was like when like, like random, random people yeah, randoms was... going I'm going to kill you if it was randoms I'd probably be arrested at this point in general, Maybe. in general, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not going around in a meow costume. <laughs> um, yeah. So what about you, Jeremy? There was a time, was it, um, what would it have been, AmiCon last year, when I was doing a panel and it turned out that your wife, Keith, was, was periscoping it or live streaming it on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And then, and, then, and then all you guys were at a different event up, up north. I don't know, yeah, we, we were at Manchester Expo. Yeah, was it? you guys were at Manchester, so, you were in the hotel room watching no, my no, we, we, we were out at dinner, oh, dinner. waiting for our starters to turn up, and we were watching the stream of you <laughs> at this panel. The joys of And I had no idea what was going on. I could just, I could hear you guys for some reason. I don't know why, but I could. Uh, Claire probably fed you through. Yeah, or something like that, but uh, that, that was a random one. Um, other random story. Maybe a, a, a kind a, of death clock. At Belfast a few weeks ago, because sometimes I like to do on the panel, just like anything goes Q and A. You know, ask what you want. It doesn't have to be anime related and whatnot. And someone, a young, a young lad, just suddenly went, "What did you say to your barber when you wanted to get a haircut?" Because <laughs> of my my unique hairstyle of having it sort of shaved at the sides. Did and you just look him in the eye and go, "The usual." <laughs> he was also holding what appeared to be a, a Naruto branded fidget spinner. With, with that had ninja kunai's on the edges, oh, literally gosh. made out of sharp metal. Awesome. I think I, I think I even called out and said, "Where the heck did you get that from?" Failed to see how that could end badly. Yeah, so uh, what could go wrong? That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. But what about you, Keith? 
Anything spring to mind from your various travels and escapades? Oh, I've been going to conventions for a long, long time, yeah, so yeah. Bit. Come on, old man, we know. Tell us how it was back, back in the day, back Grandpa. I, don't know, I think I already went about one of, about one of my favourite moments on a previous podcast, the one involving Matt Mercer. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, a couple of years ago, because uh, there's a few conventions where I have ended up hosting uh, like masquerade or talent show events and there's one in Southampton called Minami which I think is currently the UK's longest running anime convention and I've been like the MC for their masquerade for a disturbing amount of time now (laughs) a couple of years back uh, I was introducing an act by a couple of shit boxes I know called Tavern Christian. <laughs> I thought they were going to do one of their standard comedy acts, which, which they did, but what I thought, because they told me something completely different to what they were actually doing, which turned out to be a, a, a 10 minute uh, song medley dedicated to me, which was hilarious. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was oh a strange goodness. time. It was a strange <laughs> time. I mean, they, they, yeah, they put the video for that online and they've done some disturbing stuff because they've managed to get a load of photos of Claire. I think the most disturbing part of their medley was they've taken uh, Miley Cyrus's uh, Wrecking Ball video <laughs> and mapped my face onto Miley. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Weird. Weirdest boner right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, that is, uh, that is my anecdote of the day. Cool stuff. So, um, how are we doing for time? We'll do a couple more at least. Yeah. Keith. All right. Let's see what the box will reveal. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box, man? What's in the box? (laughs) Acceptable flavours of ice cream versus unacceptable flavours. Bonus round, weirdest novelty seaside flavour encountered. Submitted by Josh. Okay, that's an interesting one. So, non-acceptable so, so, so acceptable flavours of ice cream and just totally unacceptable flavours. Now, Andrew's probably the... This is actually, we've got the perfect person That's really on the easy, podcast. actually. Acceptable flavours, anything by Hagen Das. Anything non-acceptable, anything not by Hagen Das. Oh, no. no Could no, fight you on that Andrew's one. No, ice cream in Glasgow. Yeah, what was that, Catherine? It's a whole bunch of, like... I didn't hear what you said, sorry. No, it's like, it's like you know, like, equi, like, all the sort of local ice cream brands. And same, Lucas as well. And Lucas, yeah. But non-acceptable. Lucas of muscle bread be... and an ice cream cake made purely of ice cream. No oh, I cake. heard about this. It's really nice oh. and sweets as well. Wait, you you, you had one like five years before I knew you get mm. like easily. So non-acceptable flavor would be licorice. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, I hate you know, that. I immediately thought the worst thing. Uh, like, I strongly not disagree. Of I mean, like what licorice flavored ice cream? Still eat it. Uh, I've had. Carrot and apple flavour. That sounds right. better than licorice carrots ice cream. Are, carrots are naturally like a sweet vegetable. And also it's one of your five a day in ice cream. Licorice so is better. also delicious though. Delicorice. Oh, that might be the podcast oh, title. Oh, God. Licorice. Good luck trying to spell that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> or just delicorice. Delicorice. Oh. Um, Acceptable, anything involving chocolate. Yeah. Unacceptable. Anything involving a donkey's anus, I suppose. <laughs> I would not oh, all the potential titles this week. So as long as it's not, you know, it's col- it's chocolate flavored in both color and taste. You know what flavors? You know what flavors of ice cream? Only once. Let me speak from experience here, Keith. <laughs> the flavors that, for some reason, I think are actually better as flavors of ice cream than they are of anything else are bubblegum flavored ones. Oh, for some like reason. Yeah, like actual I, I, I'm, I'm a sweet guy, so um, oh, I've heard oh. that go. But uh, but yeah, sometimes just you know, sometimes when you go to like the cinema and you've got the oh, Baskin Robbins counter and you get like the tub of like four different flavors. Ben and Jerry's, like I, I like mint chocolate one. chip. Anytime there is mint chocolate yes. chip, oh, I'm fish, in. Yes, fish, fish, fish food, fish bump, fish, fish food. food. Fucking love yeah. fish food. Love Actually, food. Ben and Jerry's. The chocolate pieces annoy me. Ben and Jerry's are the limited edition. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. Ch- the chocolate pieces and fish food annoy me. Andrew's like your P45's in the post. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it, I like it. It's just, I don't like, I'm, I'm cool with chocolate flavoured ice cream, but as soon as there are like bigger chocolate bits, they hurt me. Uh, it's like <laughs> poppadoms. Poppadoms cut me inside of my mouth. And you it's just like, show, show me on the doll where the chocolate bits hurt you, Jeremy. <laughs> 
don't think that would take long. Because, as weird as it sounds, I kind of have weak gums in a way. So it's like poppadoms. If I munch on a poppadom, it cuts me up. But you cut your teeth on the Savage World of Anime. How can you have weak gums? You need to train your gums at the gym more. Just lifting weights. If I want to to train my gums, surely I've got to go to like an open mic night regularly. (laughs) See how that goes. No, you go to the gum clinic. Oh no, no, no. The gum clinic is a different. Oh my goodness. Alright, should we do one more to wrap up then? Yeah, 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 yeah one yeah. more. Me or you, Andrew? Yeah. Andrew, seems he didn't answer. Alright, so last one for the day. Let's see what we have. Months. I should pick two and decide which one I like more. No. That, that's cheating. That's not how it works. Unless it's a shit question. <laughs> oh. The silence is powerful. I know, you silence. Have it upside down. Oh, did. So that's why this contrast didn't make sense. Of course. <laughs> Have you ever read a visual novel featuring gay content? School Days is my example. <laughs> <laughs> Submitted by Nomadic Grav. Oh, there's a familiar name. Keith, you start off, you seem appropriate for us. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, Saga of Family. Yeah, that is one I have played through. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> His face. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a non flashback. No. <laughs> non flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I've been subjected to some before, yes. Oh, 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 this is where all the covering up starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subjected what to some. No, 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 not in those games, Keith. <laughs> no, it was, it was more like removal of on that frontier. No, I've been exposed to them before, but not like. Like, Ray, Ray's sure, from yeah. the sun, or like, villain like, James Bond. <laughs> no, like, Bible Black, of course. Oh, good gosh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> like, I mean, that's the, like, the well, classic that, is, is, isn't, that the, isn't that the uh, perennial... Uh, Horror story one. Yeah, the, the one that everybody always references, because yeah. that's the one that everyone's been exposed that's, to at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was going to be my answer, so there you go. But, uh, cat? Sweet, innocent cat? None, none for me, you thank go. you. <laughs> I haven't played through the whole of Black, Black, mind you, so... I didn't... Gotta leave that one alone, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave you an opportunity there, Keith, and no, you didn't I'm take gonna, it. I'm gonna walk the high road. <laughs> wow, r- rare for you. Uh... On that bombshell, everybody, thank you very much oh, for listening wow. to the podcast. We're gonna wrap it up there for today. Uh, much like you wrapped it up early on, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. And more radio dead air. <laughs> and radio <sorry. sighs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You've been listening to the Audio Anime Podcast. We'll be back next week. We're actually going to be recording it a bit earlier in the week, I believe, but it will still be available on Friday, that being yeah. due to some of the team going to MCM Manchester, oh, which yeah. I'm clearly now making them aware of as I say this. Oh, oh no. Shit. So, uh, so yeah, so we'll have another show. Might put out the call for questions. We'll see how we do in this random topic generator for a little bit. Plus, there may be some more news in general we can talk about. But either way, there will be a podcast in some way, shape, or form for your... I was going to say ear balls, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> your ear holes. There you go. I'm, I'm just trying to visualise ear balls now. <laughs> wow. It's like a Rick and Morty thing. Yeah, yeah. What, like, what, do, you have, do you have ear balls, Morty? Peel those ear balls. Morty, ear balls. <laughs> Morty. Peel them, peel them, Morty. You have to do peel them. You have to I need those ear balls, Morty. They, they, they taste delicious. They, they melt in your mouth, Morty. Now you have to do a Morty impression. I don't know, Keith. I don't know, Keith. I don't know, Keith. I don't know, Keith. Oh, Keith, I have a thought. Um, what events are you at this weekend with Gundam Mad, our friends at Gundam Mad? Insomnia. Oh shit, Insomnia here in Glasgow. Yeah, so if you see me on the Gundam Mad stand, don't talk to me. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, yeah, if you've got any feedback, tweet it, Facebook it to us. Drop me an email if you want at jeremy at alltheanime.com. And uh, take care and have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 From all the Jeremy Graves. From the Jeremy Graves. Jeremy Graves. I'm Jeremy Graves. Jeremy Graves. So you see, I actually, I, I've got a fun story about this. I was talking to my mum about like family history and stuff recently because 
as you do. And, uh, and uh, so apparently, like, my family descends slightly from like sort of Nordic and Italian territories. Really? So the tall blonde giant. Really? <laughs> Shut up, Keith. So, um, but yeah, apparently my family. Mine too. But but, but Jeremy <laughs> is but Jeremy is my family's like maiden name, but spelled J E R E M E I. So, so I thought if I ever wanted another good stage name, I'd make it Jeremy, spelled J E I M Y, and then Jeremy. J-E-R-E-M-E-I. No, you can just be Jeremy to the G-Raves. No, your stage name is always... <laughs> the J-Raves. Your stage name is always the name of your favourite, like, animal and in the colour of your shirt or something. Hang on, your favourite animal in the colour of your shirt? Yeah, so, that's your so, stage so name. So cat, <laughs> and then I've got, I've got a purple shirt. So, so cat, cat no, purple. No, no cat, cat, cat played. Like cat, cat played. Cat played. Cat oh. played, yeah. That's just like, yeah. Cat played what? Oh, they played... Oh, different cat. <laughs> they played Bible work. <laughs> See? She admits it now. No! There you go, Another there you go. Cat. Proof! Another cat. Cat Stevens. Shall I push stop now? Yeah. Mm. Okay.